Welcome to the Work Hard, Play Hard podcast. My name is Rob Murgatroyd, and I'm a former doctor turned lifestyle entrepreneur. Each week, I interview some of the best minds on the planet on the science of achievement and the art of fulfillment. Come take this journey with me. Excuses are over. It's time to live. The traditional health and fitness industry is really broken. We can tell that because of the outcome, right? People are still riddled with disease, overweight, unhappy, lethargic, and brain foggy. I was always one of those people who need to grunt, you need to sweat, you need to be exhaling like crazy, and uh, or else it doesn't count. And now coming here and seeing, I saw my body composition change because of the brain training that I was doing. Our job is simply stripping away limiting beliefs, stripping away inflammation, and giving them more access to their own capacity. And for me, that's been massively empowering and changing my thinking about where the whole health and wellness industry is headed. If you can put a little trust in an expert, they can really improve the quality of your life. What's up, everybody? This is Rob Murgatroyd, and welcome to another episode of the Work Hard, Play Hard show. Today's guest is Amanda McVeigh from Bulletproof Labs. I first met Amanda through our great friends, Darren and Tony White. In fact, Darren was the first guest on this podcast, episode number one. And uh, we met Amanda for a drink in LA, and we found that she was running the new Bulletproof Labs in Santa Monica, and I was like a crazy person jumping all over her with questions. So for those who don't don't know anything about Bulletproof, uh, you may know that Bulletproof is the brand that Dave Asprey built and is most known for as the put butter in your coffee guy. A lot of people know it that way. I had a million questions for Amanda, like what do you guys do here in the labs? Can you really improve human performance with these machines? And is Dave Asprey a scientist or a genius marketer? So, you know, look, we're all looking for ways to get healthier in the most efficient way possible. And Dave Asprey may have something here with Bulletproof Labs. You're going to love this interview I did. I did it live in a back office in Santa Monica, so the the audio may be a little bit wonky, but I think uh, I think it'll work. In this conversation, we talked about everything from the three categories of their machines, mind, body, and measure. Trust me, it's a trip. You'll want to hear what these machines do. We talked about what it was like when Tony Robbins just walked in one day to try and use the machines. And we talked about how using these machines can actually free up more time for you to play in your life. You can find Amanda on Instagram at MyFaveWorkout. Be sure to take a screenshot of this episode, share it on the socials, and remember to tag me and Amanda and let us know what you thought of it. So without further ado, please enjoy this conversation I had with Amanda McVeigh. Amanda, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. You are so welcome. You know, I'm so glad that you made the time to do this interview on Sunday and after coming back from Tony Robbins. So my first question is, do you still have a voice? <laughs> Just barely. So if it sounds a little bit struggly, it's because I was unleashing the power within last night. What did you think of that event? Just let's let's kind of start there. What was that event like for you? It's it's extremely powerful. I've been to it one time before, and so this was my second time um, going through it, which was actually really beneficial because I think the first time I was I was overwhelmed by the content, but also the experience. And so returning to it really allowed me to, to sit in the moment and dig a little deeper than I did last time. Also, the last time I went, I actually went with my boss. So we were partners for a lot of the questions. And even though I was I was trying to unleash in the back of my head, I was like, well, maybe, maybe I'll edit just a little bit. This time was perfect strangers. So I let it rip. 
Now, when you say your boss, we're referring to Dave Asprey. Um, actually, the Labs has its own CEO. Oh, okay. All right. So before we dig into what it is that you guys do here at Bulletproof, and in the intro, I talked about Bulletproof and what it is. So I've given people some background already. But what I'd like to start with is by getting a little background on you specifically. What was it that led you to Bulletproof Labs? Maybe you can sort of walk us through the conversation you had with Dave about working here and why you decided to say yes to this. Yeah, got it. So the reason I wanted to work at Bulletproof Labs, it's actually, it, it really felt like something that was super destined to be. So I've, I've been in the fitness industry and the wellness industry for uh, the last 15 years. And my most recent job that I had, I actually got to travel around the world from continent to continent with this global group fitness program. I was managing their team of global master trainers. And my job involved going to these huge trade shows where, you know, present in front of thousands of people. And, but the thing that I was starting to notice as I traveled was that technology was popping up in a very meaningful way, both for consumers and manufacturers. So outside of the US, I was seeing really, really heavy tech being leveraged to change people's brains and bodies. I wasn't quite sure what trend was coming. But while I was traveling, I was initially listening to you know Tony Robbins and then Tim Ferriss, and that eventually led to Dave Asprey. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started to get my aha moment about what I was seeing outside of the U.S. Now I had one of those belly feelings one day. You know, does this does this company have jobs? And I I live in the neighborhood, and I had seen Bulletproof Labs. And when I went on the website and I saw they were looking for a GM to to help build this place out, that's when I jumped at the opportunity. So for me, it was a no brainer. I I knew something was coming. When I realized that this is what is coming, I, I wanted to be one of the people to help kick down the door. So you you actually reached out to them because you were passionate about what it is that they're doing. Yep, that's exactly right. It took it took several months of interviews through many, many people, but eventually got the job. And did those interviews ultimately lead to an interview with Dave? It They ultimately led to an interview with the CEO of Bulletproof Labs, who's Martin Tobias. Interesting. All right. So let's talk a little bit about Dave because I'm sure that you've had some interaction with him. He's become internationally known as the put butter in your coffee guy, right? But what most people don't know about him is that he's got his MBA from Wharton. So he's no slouch. Um, He's a smart dude. Why did he create Bulletproof Labs? Yeah. So Dave, exactly as you know, you're starting to imply, he, this guy's a genius and he's a tech genius specifically. So he was one of the very first in Silicon Valley. He actually sold the very first item that was ever sold on the internet ever before the word e-commerce was even a thing. Like literally so the first thing ever? The first item ever sold on the internet was a, t- it was a t-shirt and Dave Asprey sold it. Oh, come on. That's so crazy. He's very badass. Wow. <laughs> so not a slouch is right. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. But you can imagine he's in his 20s and he's trying to be really competitive in, in Silicon Valley. And he finds himself in a place where he's fat, fatigued, and brain foggy. So he goes to the doctor and he's like, help me out because I, I have to change my body so that I can keep up with the pace of the work that I'm doing. And the doctor said, what you always hear, eat less calories, exercise more. And so we did. And he was exercising 90 minutes a day. He had reduced his calories down to 1200 calories and he wasn't seeing the results that he needed to perform with his brain and body at a really high level. He essentially said, screw it. I'm a computer hacker. Really, the body is software in the brain and hardware. All of our systems, our muscles, our bones, our cardiovascular system. So if I can hack a computer... Why, why don't I start hacking my body? And Dave created the entire um, field of biohacking. 
with that with that movement. And when did that start where he got his first I'm going to hack the body? This is this is about two decades ago. It's been a while. And it and it really started, you know, he he has spent millions traveling the world trying out different nutrition and tech to to really solve how you know how he can live to be 180 years old and and also bring health and wellness to to people like really eliminate disease and um, allow people to to thrive at a very high level it, it really started on the nutrition side and and of course as you said the the bulletproof coffee is really the first thing that the market knows about biohacking or, or knew about Dave that eventually went into the supplements and his books now all the while the technology that you see out on the floor at bulletproof labs Dave Dave started purchasing these and and really researching it for his own body and and has all of these things in his house. So when you come to Bulletproof Labs, you're actually sitting in Dave Asprey's house. <laughs> so he didn't create the machines. He just integrated the he he just took all the things that he loves to use personally and put them in one spot so everybody else can use it. That is exactly right. So everything that we have in Bulletproof Labs is hand curated by Dave for a very specific reason, and we are the very first ones to ever put all of this technology that was previously only available to the uber wealthy and elite athletes to put it under one roof for the general public to consume. All right, so I'm gonna put you on the spot a little bit. His criticisms are that he's a master marketer. Mm -hmm. It gets very confusing because he's so good at business and so good at marketing and so good at the other side of the brain which is this hacking thing. So do you have any thoughts or comments on that? Well, first of all, I, I don't ever think it's a criticism if you're good at marketing. Um, I think that's wonderful because it just means that you can bring your product, your message to the world. And I know having spent quite a bit of time with Dave, he absolutely leaves with gratitude. He is super customer driven. And what he gives a shit about most is getting this in as many hands as possible to create as much health and wellness. He really believes that people should live a superhuman life. And even going back to labs itself, how this started, initially, this wasn't supposed to be a business at all. Dave just said, I talk about this in my, in my books, on my podcast, in my blog, all these different pieces of tech. I'm, I'm telling, I'm showing people what I'm using in my own home, but nobody can experience it. So he, he knew the cafe was next door here in Santa Monica and he, he took over the space strictly for the purpose of allowing people to have somewhere to go experience what he talks about. And he didn't care if it didn't make money. And that's really where Martin, our CEO, came in. Martin's really good friends with Dave. He was at Dave's house and Martin says, yeah, I think I want to buy one of those. I'm going to buy one of those for my own house. And, and Dave said, oh, don't, don't buy this stuff because all your friends are going to come over. <laughs> your, your house is going to be completely taken over but I've got this place in Santa Monica. So if you want to take over that space and maybe help me make a business, um, we, can, we can get this thing rolling. But Dave, he's got an amazing team. I'm really excited to hear that the marketing is working, <laughs> obviously, but, but his, his heart's the biggest part. He's a super science nerd. I love sitting in a room with him. Sometimes I can't understand what he's talking about. <laughs> but it's really Martin coming in and making this, this a big business that... Um, that's shifting us. Got it. All right. So Bulletproof Coffee started out as an online phenomenon. You know, it made its way into coffee shops around the world. Now you've got this flagship store here in Santa Monica, and it's moving way beyond coffee, which is what we're alluding to now, which is biohacking. So let's, let's start off with the definition of it. What does biohacking mean? 
So biohacking is changing the environment inside and outside of your body to produce a, a really high level expected outcome. Um, and at Bulletproof Labs, how how we do our biohacking is that we leverage the most cutting edge technology to help the brain and body perform better in less time. All right. And I know you have a systems thinking approach. Can you give us a little color on what that is? Sure. So at Bulletproof Labs, you'll you'll notice when you visit our space that there's not mirrors around. And we did that very specifically because the, you know, the, the traditional health and fitness industry is really broken. We can tell that because of the outcome, right? People are still riddled with disease, overweight, unhappy, lethargic, and brain foggy. So, so somebody needs to to come and really shake shit up. And and right from the moment you walk in, the reason we don't have mirrors is because this place isn't about the outside of the body. We actually train you at a cellular level. So we know that cells can thrive, and your your body's made of cells from the tips of your toes to the ends of your hair. A cell can thrive if it has access to quality oxygen water, nutrition, if it has the ability to exercise, if it can get light, and if it can remove waste. So everything we do out on that floor is to train a cell from that level. And so what happens, uh, because we're, we're applying pressure in a good way to cells, the strong ones get stronger and they thrive, the weak ones die off, and that's, that's intended. And then everything shifts as a side effect in the body. So the body starts to look better. You know, your, your, your skin tone perhaps your body composition, certainly how you feel. And so a big part of what we do when we first bring you into Bulletproof Labs, is a lot of measurement. We have a clinic on site that's owned and operated by a doctor. There's nurses here every day. And for those who want to get really, take a really comprehensive look at their biology, our nurses can take your blood and they can look at, you know, on a simple level at your hormones and your inflammation on a more complex level, they can look at your macronutrients, your food sensitivities, your telomere length. And so uh, once we get that data, we're able to make really comprehensive training decisions for an individual. Because, you know, most people walk through our door and the the systems approach that they have is, I feel fat. Mm-hmm. And so our team has will very gently push back against that. And because we're trying to get, uh, we think of ourselves more as a brain body being gym and blood, improving those different areas. Let's talk about, you mentioned systems, uh, you mentioned uh, measurements. I want to talk about that. So when somebody comes in and you take measurements, when you're dealing with so many different areas that this place deals with from the mind to the body, et cetera, what sorts of things are you measuring as baselines to start? Okay. So we have a machine called the InBody that is a medical grade unit and it, it tells you all the usual suspects like your weight, your lean body mass, your fat mass. But the reason we chose this particular model is because it also tells us a cellular health story. So it looks at your phase angle. Your phase angle really says, you know, do you have nice plump grapes for cells or are they shriveled up like little raisins? And for us, what a what an amazing pivot on a conversation with a client who might first look at their fat mass number. Um, instead, we can pivot over to cell health. And again, we know if we can elevate their phase angle, everything else will shift as a side effect. So we have that. We've got something that we call a ketometer. This device, it's a breathalyzer for fat burning. So you blow into it, it measures um, parts per million acetone in your breath, and it'll tell you if you're a sugar burner, if you've moved into fat burning, or if you've pushed all the way into ketosis. So that's another measurement that we take. God, you just said so many things there. I don't even know where to be. I don't even know where to begin. So what we're going to do is I'm just going to kind of go through my questions with you, and I'm sure that I'm going to get some of these answered. So you have a ton of machines here. As you walk in, my first reaction when I walked in this place was I feel like I landed in the Jetsons uh, cartoon. That's what it feels like, <laughs> yeah. or Westworld. You know, the new TV show where it just it looks so futuristic. 
you're categorizing the areas of those machines, I think, in body, mind, and measure. Mm -hmm. Why are they categorized in this way? We're, we're trying to chunk it for people, really. So the, the truth of the matter is that when, when most individuals walk through our door and we say to them on a scale of one to 10, where are you in your life? When you're looking at the whole picture, your health, your happiness, your, your, your brain function, where do you think you land? Most people have, would, would say a seven or an eight. Like they generally think their life's pretty good. And then really what ends up happening in this space is we show people that they were actually functioning at a two. Once they start training with us, they, they're like, holy shit, there was this whole level of myself that I've just never touched that I didn't know existed. And so the reason we, we, we chunk them into brain and body is because most people walk through the door most concerned about what you can see in the mirror. And so we, we tell them, here's the things you can do to train your body because most people understand, uh, they, they, they can, they can link back to a time where they've trained their body. Not as many people can link back to a time where they've trained their their brain. And so, um, we, we like people to know, and when I say train your brain, not just, not just meditation or taking like a, a yoga class where you're, you're working on your breathing. It's what we do here is beyond that. We chunk them into those two pieces so that when people walk in and we begin the conversation with the body, they are aware that we've got this whole other piece, which is your brain, which really affects everything. And we can start sprinkling that type of training in. And as people stay here longer, that becomes a really significant part of how they, they do their work here. I mean, when you mentioned train your brain, I'm thinking, I don't know where I've ever trained my brain. Yeah. I mean, I really don't. I, I don't even, I don't, I, I mean, other than reading a book, I don't know an example to give you of like brain pushups. Like I, like I don't, I, you know what I mean? Like I don't even, I, I honestly don't know. All right. So let's, let's, I'd like to start with body machines. Okay. The first one I'd like to start with is the um, and forgive me if I don't have the names of these right. I think I do. But uh, what is the atmospheric cell trainer? You you guys describe it as um, sort of a human-sized pod that takes people through different atmospheric pressures. So what is it and who's a good candidate for it? Okay. Something that I said earlier that's really important to us is giving cells an opportunity to exercise. And the atmospheric cell trainer when you boil it down, it's cellular exercise. And how it's exercising your cells is that it's taking the body from a pressure standpoint, as you said, in this pod, from sea level to the top of Mount Everest very, very rapidly. Like literally the top of Mount Everest? From a pressure standpoint. That's what I mean. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, you work up to that. So, you know, in the beginning, you'll go to 5,000 feet. And then on your next workout, you'll go a little bit further. So, what, Sorry to interrupt you. I'm going to interrupt you a lot because I have questions. What is the atmospheric pressure at the top of Mount Everest, just as a reference? That's a good question. I mean, like... like We could go look at it after. I don't know the answer to that. I'm really curious to know what that is, <laughs> because I would love to know if I could breathe at the top of Mount Everest. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> we okay. can find out okay. in a couple of workouts. Okay, go ahead. All right. All right. <laughs> but we can also go check it out later, because I want to make sure to give you an answer. But essentially, if you think of uh, when, when you're having different pressure applied to your body, it's compressing and releasing, not just your body, which is really magical for your lymphatic system. So because it, it, it turns it almost into a pump for your lymphatic system, but it's also doing it to all the millions of cells in your body as well, compressing and releasing at different intervals. And so it is truly cellular exercise. And now in terms of candidates who it's really powerful for, if I'm looking at the athletes who we have come train here, it helps with VO2 max, their aerobic capacity. It helps heal from injury. It helps with their sleep. It also helps with their range of motion. So, and 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 honestly, most people would benefit from from those aspects. Anyhow, we have individuals, and of course, we're 
you know, we're a fitness facility. We don't claim to cure any sort of illness or anything, but we've seen successful um, side effects of people who have concussion who go in the atmospheric cell trainer. So it's actually helping the brain reoxygenate and and sort of um, reawaken tissue that that has become a little dormant. Tony Robbins was here and he he told us that the atmospheric cell trainer saved his life. So if you remember recently, he had mercury poisoning. Did you hear about this? So he's got one of those in his house and he he sat in it every day for 60 minutes and it actually helped flush all of that mercury out of his body. So massive detoxifier. And then I'm sure you've heard of stem cells. Um, it helps the body create more stem cells than it would on its own. And because of the compression, it actually moves the stem cells out to the periphery of the body. So that's not something our system's always that great at. And so it's, I like to think of it also as a fountain of youth which also is great for everybody, especially in LA. You know what I'd like to talk to you about, and we'll talk about it offline, but I am on the board of the Mike Adamley Project. Mike Adamley is a football player that is part of a large group of football players with a concussion. He hosted a, a TV show called American Gladiators, if you remember oh, that. Yeah. yeah, so he ple- he played for the Jets and then hosted the TV show. And um, then he went on to become an anchor for uh, NBC. He started having uh, problems on the air where he couldn't get the words out. And he was forced to retire. And this year, he started a group to help football players with the same sort of concussion issues. Um, And we were just in Chicago uh, for his event. So I'm going to share this information because all of the people associated with it, not one time did anybody even mention anything with concussion and pressure. So I think for anybody listening who's maybe suffering from some of that, and certainly from him. um, So that's really cool. Yeah. You know, on that note, so. Again, we make no claims. This is no. This is this is the, the official disclaimer. We make no claims make to no cure claims. or or any or diagnose any. And we we're we're not playing a doctor on the internet. But there's another piece of equipment out there that's shown a lot. The research shows a lot of success, and that's our oxygen trainer with concussion. And so my my cousin is a Canadian pop star. Her name's Kaiza, and she she recently had to discontinue some of her upcoming shows just because she suffered a concussion and it was creating some severe side effects when she'd go to perform. And she's been working with us for the last few weeks and has seen a huge increase in uh, in how she feels. So reduction in pressure in her head, not tipping over, not losing the vision in one of her eyes. And we actually sent her because this is beyond our current measuring capabilities. We sent her to a place in Thousand Oaks to actually get proper brain scans so that we can we can see how we're moving the needle over time. But um, so the oxygen trainer, I don't know if that's one of the ones that's on your it's, list. <laughs> it's, 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 it's coming up. So we'll, we'll circle back to okay. that. And by the way, uh, Kaiser is not just a Canadian pop star. She's an international pop it's star. It's true. She really so is. So you you're, being, you're being very humble. She is the shit. That's yeah. for sure. <laughs> you uh, might meet her today. She's, she's around. I'd, lo- I'd, love to, I'd actually love to meet her. Uh, let's move on to the next one, which is the cheat machine, which is also known as the, I don't know how you pronounce it. Is it, is it an acronym ARX or is it ARC? It's ARX. ARX. Mm-hmm. Okay. How does this machine give you a workout in 15 minutes? And uh, I'm ready to do it right now. Oh my gosh. I can't wait for you to try it. It's yeah. very memorable. <laughs> so essentially when you look at it, it looks like a standard piece of gym equipment um, that you do, you know, just cables and pulleys. And, um, and I remember when I first saw it, I was like, yeah, yeah, I know what that is. I don't need to touch it but then I touched it. Now it's not connected to weights. It's connected to a motor and it's completely adaptive in the moment to the amount of effort that you're putting in. So what that means is it's extremely safe because if you stop moving, it stops moving, which is powerful because through these workouts, you're actually moving thousands and thousands of pounds. And how that happens is we know the body's actually 
more, um, it, it has more strength in the lowering phase than the lifting. So the eccentric phase, when you're lowering something to the ground, for example, I could give you 200 pounds and you could lower it. If I said, now pick it up, it, that might be more challenging for you. And it's just how our bodies are built. But because we know that's how our bodies are built, what this machine does is it actually trains you in both directions. So if you can think of a chest press, how much can you chest press at the gym? Uh, a thousand pounds. <laughs> no, not a thousand. I'd, I'd say 250. 250. You know, true or false, through a repetition, your body has more mechanical advantage and less sometimes, right? So I'm going to pause you one second because I want to make sure that I'm tracking. So when, and for those listening, because, you know, I don't know anybody's understanding of eccentric uh, movements. So I just want to give a reference. Let's make it simple. If you're lying on your back and you're using the example that you just use of a chest press, let's call going up the positive and coming down the negative. Yes. Okay, so go ahead. Perfect. So so if you, let's go back to the idea of the positive or the push yeah. on your chest press. Um, if 250 is your, your standard benchmark, when pushing out, the system would recognize the amount of strength that you have and it would, it would probably load you to about 250 pounds, give or take, depending on how much effort you're putting in. Yeah. Now the real magic comes on the negative. So the machine's actually gonna try and pull you back from your chest press and you have to resist being pulled back. Yeah. I mean, what's amazing about this and most people, I don't think fully understand this unless they're super into weightlifting. You know, if you do bench presses all the time and then one day just say, what I'm going to do is I'm going to push it up and I'm going to count down four seconds. You can't move your chest for a week doing the exact same weight that you normally use just by lowering for an extended period of time. Yep, and you're complete, that, that machine actually trains you super slow as well. So you get the double whammy of being heavily loaded in the negative phase um, as well as training super slow. And so you can imagine if we, we can work your entire system in... 18 minutes total with the warm up, but we can we can load you to thousands and thousands of pounds. And the great thing is if at any point the it, it just becomes too much, if you let go, the machine stops. It's only responding to your effort. And because it's only responding to your effort, we can take it from little old lady who comes and trains here to uh, some of our pro athletes can get on there and, and get an amazing workout because it's just adapting to the individual who's on it. All right. So we're going to move on to the bone trainer. Yeah. How does this improve bone density and how could this help elderly people? And I know you're going to be, you'll probably want to be super careful with your words here. So I'll, I'll, I'll help you. Osteoporosis is obviously a big deal with people who get older, bone density issues, osteopenia, things like that are a big issue as well. How potentially can a bone trainer help? There's four movements, one repetition each, five second hold. So it's a 20 second total workout yeah. that's so impactful for your bone density that it can only be done one time per week. Okay. And how it does it is we put, we put the body in an ideal position to drive force up the axis of the bone. And so it's so much force in this five second isometric maximum press that it creates little micro tears down the fiber of the bone, the bone grows back denser. Got it. So, and the positions that we put you in, it can get the entire skeleton, even including the rib cage with a core pull. So we also use it for athletic performance as well. So if you think about your, your body, if you've ever hit some muscle plateaus, sometimes that, you know, the body's only going to put on as much muscle as bone, tendon, ligament will allow. Mm -hmm. And when, if you're not using chemicals. 
So if we can help our athletes continue to build their bone density, we can continue to move the needle in their, their muscle building as well. So the, the micro tears, did you say the micro tears were on the muscle or the bone? The bone. So you're actually intentionally tearing the bone in an effort to build it back stronger because the body naturally does that. That's correct. So we're, we're intentionally actually bending the bone a little. Amazing. All right, let's talk about the brain trainer. So it uses, it, tell me if I got this right, it's using red light that will ultimately help you with creativity, mood, cognitive function, can you sort of describe how this all works together? So the brain charger is, it's a cap that's got uh, red lights in it. And so it, it, essentially it's helping bring blood flow to the brain and you, you sit and we, you know, one of the really sweet spots about labs is that we have the ability to stack things together. Um, so, you know, you don't, you can go anywhere in LA and do cryotherapy and leave, but here we actually put these protocols together where we're amplifying results because you're doing several things together. But the, the brain charger is one example of how we use light at labs. Because remember, cells love light. And we've got whole body chargers. So the red chargers, for example, where it's the same thing, we're applying light to your entire system. And then it, for people who want to get really targeted, we have this cap that is using the, the red lights to charge up the brain. So it's essentially it, driving blood flow and, and charging your mitochondria as well. Through that, it helps with creativity and focus and um, neural pathways um, being more closely connected. Fascinating. All right, so let's wrap up the mind with the EEG brain trainer. So if I understand this correctly, it helps decrease stress. How does the EEG brain trainer help decrease stress? So stress reduction is actually just one piece of the many things that it can do. So how the brain trainer works is we we have you seated and relaxed in a chair listening to beautiful music. And we've got little electrodes attached to the head that are passively reading subconscious brain activity. And now if you, you if you think about your life and if you think about the brain, everything's a frequency. So whether you're clear and focused and creative, or if you're stressed out, or if you're depressed and anxiety ridden, these are all different addresses in the brain or different frequencies. So what the brain trainer does is it knows that there's really this ideal range that most humans would love to, to live in. So if I told you in general, would you like to stay most often in clear and focused, creative and happy, you'd probably say yes. And so what the brain trainer does is anytime your brain slips out of ideal range, Get a little auditory feedback. Sounds like a record scratch in the beautiful music. Tells your brain, come back. It's this constant pulling of the brain back to the ideal range so that the brain really starts to understand how to behave. It helps the brain become more organized. The right and left hemispheres become more cohesive and they, they talk to each other better. It allows you to build neural pathways that are positive for your life. So your brain starts to understand this is a pathway that is that I should be using often. And it, this is the pathway of happiness, for example. Um, and then it starts to allow the anxiety and worry and depression or addiction pathways become less used and they start to grow over. So it's like, I don't want to use the word biofeedback. It's neural feedback. It's neural it's feedback. Neural feedback. Yep. Really, really interesting. Yeah, it's powerful. All right. So you mentioned earlier the measurements. What are some of the measurement machines that you have here? Because, and the reason why I'm asking is because it's the more I'm listening to what these machines do, at some point I would want to see some data of how I started here when I came in and now I'm here. Is that part of your protocol where you show? 
the improvements? And if so, what machines mostly measure improvements? So showing people improvements, it's the way that we're going to be able to thrive. We're here to to help people get results. So the the machines are the in-body that I mentioned earlier, where you can actually look at your body composition and your cellular health. I-N, like in, like in and out, in-body. Okay, go ahead. And then the ketometer, so looking at whether you're a sugar burner or a fat burner. Uh, certainly, we have all of our blood tests at the clinic, and people will will do those as well to track to track their success over time. And then the different pieces of equipment also allow tracking. So when you do the cheat machine, for example, yeah. you can see your previous workouts. You can see your ability to to move more load doing similar exercises. The bone density machine. Same thing. You can see if your if your your load is higher than your previous workout. So those those are examples of um, how we measure people when they come here. So I know that this is probably difficult to answer because you're dealing with a a multitude of different types of people that come through here with different types of problems and etc. Is there one thing that you've been here that blows you away where you're like, this thing, like this is the one thing it just keeps coming back as people are going, I cannot believe what this has done for me. Yeah, I would have to say that's our PEMF device. It's the pulse electromagnetic field. Let's talk about it. what is it? Well, it looks like a chair, which is the really funny part about it. But essentially, it's if I had to really simplify it, it's an earthing mat, and but extremely powerful earthing okay. mat. I have never heard the word earthing mat, so you have to forgive me. I don't live in Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'm in Atlanta, and in Atlanta, we don't say earthing mat. So what is it? Okay, so if you um. If I told you your heart pumps and that moves blood through the body, you would say, yes, I've heard that before. Uh-huh. So the earth also pumps with a magnetic field and that magnetic field also helps our system circulate. So we don't often know that, but we've probably heard, uh, take your shoes off, get in the grass, go put your feet in the ocean. And the reason for that is that um, because of concrete and shoes, we've become less, our bodies have become less effective at receiving that pulsation from the earth. Now, how this, this tech that we have here in labs works is my team has the ability to actually apply the earth's magnetic field to your body at different tempos and also different intensities. So they, they replicate it. They replicate it. That's exactly right. And the, the reason this particular tech, and again, Medical disclaimer. Yeah, I'll, I'll put a big <laughs> giant one on there. I'll put you. it in the show notes and on Amazing. the thing. So, because you know, it it's it's been it's been such a blessing. Like, you know, we 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 opened up as this gym of the future, but not a gym. And and what's happened is we've. You know, I'm about to tell you a story about literally getting somebody out of a wheelchair. So, yep. um, we have an actor who comes here, and he had had surgery on both knees, stem cells in both knees. He was in a ton of pain. And his doctor said, it's going to be like this for the next four months, essentially just deal with it. And he, he came to us because he's like, I can't, like, I, I need to be able to film. I have red carpets. I have a premiere of a TV show. And so my team would literally lift him out of the wheelchair and put him on the PEMF chair. And they would do these very targeted 90 minute to two hour protocols through his whole system, starting at brain, working down brainstem and eventually getting really targeted on the knees. Well, within five days, he came in on crutches. And then another week later, he came in in a walker. Another week later, he had a cane. When he went to his 30-day check-in with his doctor, he he walked in and the doctor was like, holy shit, where is your wheelchair? And so then his doctor came here and was like, what's what's happening in this space? Because it's... It, the, oh, the, the, the actual doctor came, came here. Yeah. Wow. He, he was great. like, you can't, 
what a great doctor. Yeah. Yeah. We've, so we've actually seen that a couple of times. There's another gentleman who comes here. Um, he's working through stroke symptoms and we've been able to reoxygenate his, his arm that's been damaged. And so his, his doctor has also come here just to see what's going on. We had a, another gentleman who came here from Chicago. He was supposed to, he has a uh, Parkinson's he has mass in his abdomen. And the doctor told him he was going to have to get surgery on this mass. And he, he spent about two or three weeks with us just working on that device, doing really targeted work around his abdomen. And he just found out from his doctor, no need to do surgery anymore. That particular chair, besides, besides it making all of us feel really phenomenal and energized, it's, the, it's really the warm up to everything else that we do in here because it makes your cells more receptive to oxygen, to light, to removing waste. We've seen some pretty dramatic results with it from our members. I bet. So being here, I mean, random, random question, but it just popped in my mind. There's so many celebrities that are in this town. Do they just come into the mix like everybody else or do you got to shut the place down because Madonna's coming in the room? <laughs> it's been, uh, it's been a little bit of both. So we've definitely had to, to shut the place down before, mm-hmm. but in general, they just, they just roll in and they intermingle with, with the rest of the members. It's, probably an LA thing to try not to react. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I bet. You guys are trained. All right, let's talk about the IV part. So you have, when I walked in, I saw what looked like a a, a quasi hospital of uh, the future with little chairs and an IV IV setups. Can you tell me about the IV, the types of IVs you have and and what's your experiences with uh, the ones that have been the most effective? So the IVs that we have there, all a Myers cocktail base, and then they've been... Say that again? It's a Myers cocktail base. Myers, like Myers Briggs, Myers mm-hmm. cocktail base. Okay. And then the uh, doctor who owns the clinic, it, the, the clinic's called Next Health, and he's essentially made some proprietary blends around that Myers cocktail uh, base to to really target different parts of your body. So my personal favorite is the Brain IV. It, it has the ability to, to pass the blood-brain barrier. And so whenever I do that, plus some cryotherapy, I feel like a champion when I wake up the next day. So the Brain IV is a favorite. We have Bulletproof IV. Hangover is another popular one around here. Um, Glamour. So they're they're essentially pre-made IV cocktails. But something that I think is really phenomenal about Next Health and our clinic at Bulletproof Labs is that for individuals who have taken the time to actually do testing on their body, so they've looked at their macronutrient profile, we can see where they've got deficiencies in vitamins and minerals in their specific system. And the nurses can make an IV that's just for you. It's custom. Custom. Yep. You know, you'll, you'll get a kick out of this. I was in Ibiza uh, a couple of years ago and um, they've got IVs set up in the clubs outside the clubs. Oh my gosh. And they have it set up because they found it's cheaper to do the IV for the people that, that are, you know, just passing out drunk actually in the club than it is to send them in an ambulance and do it in the hospital. Oh my God. So they just, I was, I, when I got there, I was talking to the driver. I said, what is all of that? They said, well, it's from, it's the hospitals. The hospitals come and they set up IVs. They have so many people. It's crazy. Might have so, given me a new business idea. There's a nightclub right, <laughs> right here attached to our building. We've got our hangover IV sticker on the window, just so people know. <laughs> all right. So let's talk about the, uh, uh, the thing that everybody wants to know is money. How do you pay per machine? Do you pay per month? Is it a membership? How does it work? So it's a it's a little bit of everything because we this being done for the very first time on earth, we wanted to make sure it was easily accessible for all different types. So every machine in labs is on a system we call bullets. So it's either one or two bullet to do a training session with it. Now, a bullet 
is $50. So we have, um, if you came in and you said, I just want to do the cheat machine. Mm-hmm. How many bullets is that? One bullet. Okay. One bullet. $50. 50. You're doing your workout with your personal trainer uh-huh. on the cheat machine. Got it. So then we have packs of bullets that don't expire for a year. So if you know you're, you're a little more committed, you can get six, 12 or 24 bullets, um, which reduces the cost per bullet. But then it also allows you to pick different equipment or stack equipment in a day. So maybe you want to do the cheat machine and then end it with um, some virtual float tank, for example. And then uh, from there, we've got the monthly members. So when people know that they're they want to sit with a trainer, do a full consultation, do the the gamut of tests, and they want to move the needle in a specific area. That's what we recommend because then we know they're committed to us month over month and we are partnering with them to, to change their health. Now, typically what we've seen is that people tend to, you know, when we, when we first started out, we were like, this is going to be a great place for busy people. You can get a three-hour workout in 21 minutes and be on your merry way. What we've discovered is that people like to stay here and they hang out and they do all the things. <laughs> so typically, people tend to spend about uh, three bullets per visit. So it's about $150. But in Los Angeles, that's going right for working with a high-end personal trainer. So sure. And did you say that there was a membership too, or you can only buy bullets? You can, there's both. There's both. And how much is the membership? The memberships range, depending on how often you want to come from $500 a month to come here unlimited for $2,500 a month. And you can use anything as often as you want. Okay. Got it. How long is the average session per machine? Can you answer that or is it just vary too much? The longest session we have is the brain trainer and that's 33 minutes. Everything goes down from there. Okay. And so, you know, on the shortest end, the cryotherapy is three. How often do you recommend people come in um, as a general rule if they're, you know, let's say that, you know, uh, you got somebody that's healthy and they say, I just love what you're doing here and I want to get healthier and better. How often should I come in? So our, our clients tend to come here two to three days per week on average. But we also have people who come here daily and that's where the having that personal trainer, we call them biohacker techs, is really important so that we don't overtrain the body. And this is a space that it's really easy to not overtrain the body because we can put you through a strength workout one day, meditation the next, brain training after that, strictly recovery after that. So it's been it's been very powerful for us for people who who do want to make this their their home base. All right. So I'm going to wrap up because I'm sure that you're going to need a brain trainer after this interview. Um, and you did an amazing job of knowing every freaking machine in this place. Um, so a couple questions. How has your thinking changed or evolved since you started working here? That's a loaded question because I came here maybe somewhat skeptical because I had had such a long history in fitness. I, I didn't I wanted to believe that this was all real, but I wasn't entirely sure how real it was. And the the major way that my thinking has shifted has really been, I, I was always one of those people, you need to grunt, you need to sweat, you need you need to be exhaling like crazy and uh, or else it doesn't count. And now coming here and seeing, I saw my body composition changed because of the brain training that I was doing. Because as my nervous system started to settle, I started to shed and I became less inflamed and 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 that whole piece I was mentioning earlier about meeting this whole new level of myself has really inspired me to to try and help other people uncover that superhuman within. Like we really do believe that every person who walks through our door is already perfect. They have the full capacity to do everything that, that, that they could ever want in terms of their their life performance, but also their body and brain performance. And and our job is simply 
stripping away limiting beliefs, stripping away inflammation and giving them more access to their own capacity. And for me, that's been, that's been massively empowering and changing my thinking about where the whole health and wellness industry is headed. I know when you're around something uh, a lot, you take it a bit for granted. What machines are you using yourself here? And I know, you know, we're in your office right now and you know, you got work to do. So even though it's three feet away, it's still a half hour that you don't get to do the work that you're here to do. Talk a little bit about that. So that, that has been the tricky part uh, because as soon as the day gets going, you're I'm in, in the day. You're in yeah. it. So, so I, I still like to go and do my, you know, my really physical grunty workouts outside of labs, but I've set, away, set aside a few days per week where I come in early before the team arrives, before the members are here, and I, and I come and do the tech privately in the morning. And so it's, it's allowed me to create that space because I... I never want to be in a position where I'm asking somebody to try something that you're not doing yourself. Yeah. That I'm not doing myself. And so a problem I had in the beginning is that there's so much I was doing everything and it was, it was a little hard to tell. I knew I was feeling great, but I wasn't entirely sure what was really having the most impact for me. And, and, you know, biohacking is all about finding the minimal dose to get the maximum impact. And so now I've gone on these month-long missions where I get really isolated in what I'm working on. I'm currently using that PEMF into red light therapy and into our virtual float tank. So I'm trying, I'm really working on cell health, cell energy, and then also settling my nervous system. We got to get Tim Ferriss in here because this is, this is a very Tim Ferriss-y, like this is sort of like in his lane. Yeah. So we got to make that happen. <laughs> I, I don't know him personally, so I can't help you. Uh, <laughs> so we're in your flagship and first lab. Are you planning on doing more? And if yes, where are they going? So yes is the answer. Uh, you know, the big goal is to make sure that we scale this thing so that everybody can have access to it at some point. We were planning on expanding first up and down the West Coast, just so things stay in arm's reach. And and that'll that'll be in the very, very near future. Okay. And then going more nationally, is that what the plan mm -hmm. is? Okay. Yep. So you just want to start it close. What are some things that you do here that you find that some of the uninformed people kind of disagree with. They're like, eh, I, that's not true. So is there anything that you butt up against where people have this, you know, sort of preconceived notion? Um, because what I find in life is that most things are counterintuitive to what you think they are, right? So what's that thing that comes up in this area? So the, the problem doesn't exist once I get people here. Once they come here and we do the walkthrough, they understand. And especially a lot of our tech leaves you feeling better right now. So it's undeniable. When you walk out our door, you're you're going to feel different than when you did when you come in. So that's that's easy once I have the person here. It's it's when they're not here that we that we bump into that. That it does seem too good to be true. It doesn't make sense like training your body at a cellular level versus at a bicep level. I, I think that's a really fun challenge for us uh to to get to educate. We're we're building a new a new market. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, he's he's certainly very very good. Dave is certainly very good at uh, building a tribe. So this this will this message will uh, will will certainly uh, live on. So for someone just starting out, what would be some good goals and what would be some bad goals here? In other words, if I were to say to somebody, if they were you know working out in the gym, some good goals would be just show up, actually put your gym clothes on, get yourself to the gym, and do anything to build the habit. Some bad goals would be don't go in there and try and lift 300 pounds on your first day. Is there anything in that category that falls into this? If somebody walks in here 
and they've got something on their mind, then we're going to use that as leverage to to try and move them forward. So to me, that's a good goal. You walked in and you have something in your mind that you'd like to shift and, and more than likely, there's a way that we can help. I don't think there's a bad goal. I think that our team has secret goals. So it's we, you know, when people when people come to us and they tell us what what their goal is, in in the back of the trainer's mind, they're constantly thinking about how can how can I move this person's life in a way that's non-obvious to them right now? And they start baking that in. So I'd say there's the individual's goal is good, and there's secret goals from the team, not necessarily a bad goal. Can you give me a, a good example of a secret goal of somebody that maybe that may be popping into your head when I say that. So we had a a, a pretty high level executive for a, a very, very large uh, global company come and he did the tour and he was like, put me on a cheat machine. Like I need to sweat and I need to. Yeah. And, and the, t- the team was like, and we're going to put him for a free float before Got he leaves. It. Got <laughs> it. Right. Yeah. Tony talks about this. Don't always give them what they want. Give them what they need. Yeah, exactly. Okay, we got you exhausted. Now just uh, come and lay down here. And <laughs> All right. So Amanda, I cannot thank you enough for taking the time to thank do this, um, especially on a Sunday after Tony Robbins. <laughs> that was not exactly um, local to where you are. So I know you're probably operating on a few hours sleep. So I thank you for oh, that. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Do you have any final words, suggestions, or an ask for people listening? Oh, I guess just to be open to be open to the possibility that they're already perfect and already superhuman and that if you can put a little trust in in an expert uh, they can they can really improve the quality of your life all right we're gonna wrap with that thank you so much thank you all right thanks for listening if you love this episode and you know someone that needs some help in either stepping up their work hard game or their play hard game it would mean the world to me if you shared this podcast with them to help me get this movement out there so if you like what you heard head on over to itunes take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and i will be forever grateful so until the next episode excuses are over it's time to live